Yo, 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 yo. Yeah. 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 Okay. Baby, 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 All right, y'all. Welcome to another edition of the Real Sports Show, y'all. I'm your host, Mark AK the Vet, and my other host, DJ Curry himself. What's good, what's man? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's good with you, Pep Juice, man? This free agency, man. The coronavirus is going around, man. What's going on? I don't know, man. I think Trump to piss somebody off. <laughs> you know, I'm here too, though, man. <laughs> And the reality of that, I think he pissed a lot of people off, though, for real, for real. Yeah, I think so. Chinese folks. I don't know if you heard this, but a lot of people trying to say that I heard on the news that some people from China are trying to say we brought the coronavirus over there. Well, I didn't. Well, to be honest with you, I don't think we brought it anywhere. I think it was just people eating motherfucking bats and shit, to be honest with you. I don't know. I think, to be honest with you, the way this is going and how many cases is coming out and how many deaths it is, this seems like this is like some type of chemical warfare or something. You know, and I was thinking the same thing, though, man, because, see, the thing about it is I don't think they expected it to hit our athletes over here in America the way it's to hit the athletes in here. But And, and I also don't think that they meant it for it to hit the, the actors and the actresses that's out there, though. But, man, God damn. You 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 got to kill the whole sports organization though. Like you got to shut down every damn thing. Really? Yeah, man. They messing they messing my money up, man. They shut down my bowling league, man. Man, they man they shut down every damn thing, man. They can't. You can't even get no food. People out there hungry. <coughs> People buying the toilet paper for no damn reason. I mean, what's going on? It's a it's a it's it's a crazy situation, man. People are wilding out out here, man. Man, and then it's, and then it's the so bad. It's so bad that people are getting shot over cigarettes, man. Man, people get shot over toilet paper. How you get man, shot over some toilet paper? I saw a poster. I saw a post earlier. It was a nudge on people playing cards for toilet paper, man. Exactly though, like people playing cards for for goddamn no. Actually, they rolling dice for hand sanitizer right now, man. It, 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 it's crazy. Yeah, it's definitely crazy, man. That's coronavirus. It's so crazy, man. But for it to hit the NBA the way it's hitting, man, and for an athlete that has not even been in the league for a year, Kevin Durant just got notified today that his ass was co- tested positive for coronavirus, for COVID-19, the virus. And that three other teammates on his team has been tested positive for it, too, as well. It's crazy, man. Man. It's spreading like a wildfire, man. It is, though, man. And then you got already got Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, the Detroit Pistons Ford, Christian Wood. I mean, God. And then you got everybody, like, really just tightening it together that the Toronto Raptors team has confirmed that nobody has the coronavirus in Toronto on the Raptors team. Nobody's been tested positive for it at all, period. And then the Wizards still haven't told anybody came up with any news yet about 
them either being, you know, have anybody testing positive. So it's spreading around, like this virus is spreading around the entire NBA. And I think it's taking its toll on a lot of different people too. You know what I mean? Right. And to and and to think about, you know, the last encounter that the Utah Jazz players had, their teammates, their 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 the organization itself, the how many people he touched, how many people did he go against, you know, that got the virus now that they're not confirming just yet, though. But, you know, actually, I take that back. It's not two other uh, Brooklyn players. It's four other Brooklyn players that's test positive for the coronavirus, man. It's going around. It's a pandemic, for real. Yeah, man. It's, it, it's real crazy out here. I yeah. mean, all I'm going to say is to everybody out there, that's tuning in, that's going to, you know, listen to the show, whatever, you all be safe out there. Yes. Um, Make sure you wash your hands, clean, everything you touch clean. Make sure you definitely make sure you wash your hands, everything, but really be safe out here. Man. It, it's really crazy. But see, the people thinking that they got to wear a mask, and I know you in the medical world too, you're not just the host on this show. You understand what I'm saying? You're not just the host on the show, man, but you got a medical background, too. They're saying that the mask doesn't really work for people. Like, the mask is not really uh, something that lets you have it by itself and that you don't want to go out there and spread it. So people are out here buying up masks and putting on masks and shit like that, though, to go out here and they're wearing it as if it's like... as if they're going to catch it through, you know... Somebody coughing or somebody doing this or that and the third. Like this mask is really gonna protect you. The mask is not gonna protect you. No, it doesn't it's not gonna protect you at all. No. You're still susceptible to contracting COVID nineteen. No matter what you do. But the best thing to do, like I said, make sure you clean. You gotta wash everything. You gotta wash, I mean, whatever. Whatever you touch, wash your hands, clean your clothes, everything. You just need to make sure you keep everything fresh around you. Right, right. I mean, people, uh, I've never seen in this world where people just, I mean, people are literally wearing masks beforehand. So what makes you think that people are wearing, like, people were wearing a lot of masks before this pandemic came about. People were really wearing masks before, like last year, they were wearing masks around. You'll see a lot of people gathering together, wearing masks together, and just wearing it for no reason. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but like I said, this uh, this thing is like go it has everybody going crazy, like it's a zombie apocalypse. Yes, it's just. It's just crazy, like like the purge. And you know what? It, it could be a global purge for a minute, though. You know, and this pandemic can really be just like one of the global purges to clean out the earth a little bit, to clean out the people around the earth. But people don't see it that way, though, man. Like, people aren't looking at it just the way that, you know, everybody else is taking it. Like, China has come down, they haven't even had any more cases in China, though, since they went on their global lockdown. You got a whole California all on 24-hour lockdown for 14 days. For 14 days, people cannot go to work. Only emergency officials can go to work, man. It's a global pandemic. And it's so effective, though, 
the, what's the way to stop America from growing? What's the way to stop people from doing the things that they're doing or stop our athletes from doing a lot of different things? Cause, cause a pandemic. Create a virus. Do something with that virus. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. Like, you got to create something or something has to come down to where people aren't just, you know, globally. I mean, people aren't affected in one spot. You got to make this a global thing to slow down people, to stop people from doing a lot of different things. There was already people out here not washing their hands already. There were people out here talking on a lot of different people and then never getting, never washing their hands and never treating themselves for anything that they was having. And now it's not only just affecting 50 and over people, this is affecting people with already viruses, I mean, not viruses, but already that has past illnesses already. Yeah, so you but know, they say it will be more susceptible to people that's fifty and over. But honestly, it's more susceptible for anybody. I don't care if you're fifty or over. You have illnesses. It's effective to anybody. To be honest, like, right, right. And I, I, I mean, man, look how this thing just really just like it just came out, man. Like this thing has shut down all of sports. It shut down Major League Baseball. It shut down the the uh, that NBA. It has shut down Major League Soccer. This thing has shut down the XFL for the entire season, bro. The entire season, man. Really? Yeah. It took away everything, but the only thing that's still going is the NFL. But that's it for right now, though. We don't even know how the NFL is going to be gone after this. Well, as far as what I know, they're still going on with the draft. So, but is the draft gonna be closed doors, or is the draft gonna be open doors after the coronavirus is spreaded? Because after the last, show, I think the last, um, I don't know if everybody got a chance to really hear the last show that I did um, about the coronavirus. You can still check that show out. It's on Anchor, Apple Podcast. Uh, any other podcast formats that's out there, iHeartRadio and everything. You know, I tell everybody on that show, you know, go out there and wash your hands. We have a face to this now. We got several faces to this uh, to this virus now. We got Kevin Durant. We got the the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, four players that is on the Brooklyn Nets right now that has tested positive for this. We have Tom Hanks. Now you just got Idris Alba who has tested positive for the coronavirus, man. This thing is globally a pandemic, for real. Yes, it is. And, and, and it's, only- it's affecting a lot of businesses. It's affecting a lot of companies. And a lot of people don't really have nothing to report in sports right now, though, because of the fact of the matter is that, you know, um, there's nothing on right now. There's no sports league going on. And, and from yeah. what I've heard, what I've heard is that the NBA is trying to get back in July or August to finish out the rest or either start the playoffs sooner or finish out the regular season. What's your intake on that? Well, depending on how long this uh, coronavirus dilemma is going, I think they should finish out the season. But um, 
as of right now, we really don't know what they're going to do because we don't know how, they, how long the extent of this coronavirus is going to be. That is true. That is true. And I mean, I'm, I'm just looking up here, man. I see a lot of people on Facebook, man. A lot of people are taking to Facebook and doing a lot of different things on Facebook. How some people are just very, very highly pissed off about, you know, not being able to leave their houses and how some people are really self-quarantining themselves, though. A lot of people out here just really trying to hype, pipe down on a lot of different things out here, man. And it, it, it sucks, though, because you can't do you can't go outside. You can't really go anywhere without it being quarantined. <clears throat> Right, and the funny, the sad part about this is, is that you're not just affecting the kids at school. You know what I'm saying? You're not affecting them learning, not just doing that. You're affecting a lot of people in their homes. Although some, a lot of our governors out there saying that they're gonna pay your bills for you to keep your lights on in your house, pay your water bill, and all this other stuff. But what is that gonna do afterwards? You understand what I'm saying? You know, what is it going to do afterwards? All our children going to wind up coming, uh, like coming back to haunt us afterwards, or all our bills going to be. This is what I really think about. Because it's like, just like with ATT and Sprint and everything, they always say, oh, well, we'll give you up to 60 days. You know what I'm saying? We'll we'll give you 60 days or whatever. You don't have to worry about paying your bill, this and that. Right. But if you really look at the fine print of it, if you give somebody two months to where they don't have to pay anything, at the end of the day, those two months add up. Yeah, they do. So when this coronavirus scale, whatever, is done and it's over, you get that bill, your bill is going to be what, triple times the amount that it would? Right. right. And it's like you're going to get stuck with whatever this bill is. Now, I've heard that they're giving out $1,000 to people you know, to well, they're supposed to be in talks about it. Yeah, it's not really confirmed yet that they're going to do it. But if they do do it, from what the guy was saying, is that hopefully they try to get money within the next two weeks. Right. If they do, yeah, that's what now, I now. If they do, that will be a good thing. You know, that's a thousand dollars a month. Right. For each American, I mean, that'll help out some. Yeah. But who really knows if they're really going to do it or not? We have to really wait and see what was really going to happen with that. Right, and I and I do understand that too, dog man. But like I said, though, there are like you know there are people out there that are gamers, man. Like there are people out there that are seriously waiting on new Xboxes to come out, the new PS Five to come out, and everything has been put on a back burner, and. You know, just due to this uh, this pandemic that is going on right now, and a lot of people are are really starting to be scared out there. Though, so yeah, you kind of, all right, you got a little bit of static going on in there, bro. <laughs> no, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, we got a little static going on, everybody. So we got to apologize for a little bit of static. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> but nah, man, for real, for real, though, man, like, we got, like, we got people out there really scared, though, man. And I wanted to do this show tonight, though, to really tell everybody, look, you don't have to be scared. 
of a fight. It comes and it goes. This is things that are going to come and go as they so choose to go out or as they so choose to go the way they're supposed to go, man. This show tonight also is – we're going to include the NFL draft later on down the road in the show to help the people. But I really wanted to, I really wanted us to talk about tonight, though, this coronavirus and how much it affected everybody. Because when we last talked to the people, you know, when we last talked to our audience, you know, man, we I really did give them a good chance to, to get hip to this virus and stuff like that and how much stuff was really shutting down. And we really didn't have a face to it at first, though. You know what I mean? We, we only had right. Tom Hanks and and a couple other people that got tested positive for it. And that was it. But um, but I just got some breaking news, though, from right here. The NBA will raise its credit line. This allows the league to increase cash flow through what's expected to be extended shutdown due to the pandemic. So, okay. Yeah. So that's a good thing right then and there, man. That just broke news right then and there, man, on ESPN. Okay. Everybody can check that out on ESPN. So the question is that line of credit is just for the entire league, the players, um, the people that work for the teams. Like, who is it for? Well, for right now, I'm thinking that it's for the players. And I think it's for the entire league. Actually, I think it's just for the entire league. People are making a lot of money right now not playing basketball. You know what I'm saying? So, like, people, you know, people that were getting rest before the games came on, people that were getting rest before in games and stuff like that, they never got a real chance to play the entire season of 82 games. So, basically, what this says is that this virus has just gave everybody a rest. So now when you get back into playing basketball, you can knock off that rust that you had for a minute and really get back out there and start competing as a team. And I'm really thinking that with this rest that everybody's getting right now from not playing the basketball games and people that are not infected by this this virus, the coronavirus right now, I'm really thinking that they're going to come back and they're going to finish out the rest of the season. And it's going to be an amazing playoff run, though. And I think that's what they should include in every season, though. Give everybody like a two-week break, like they just, like like you know, like something like the NFL would do. Give everybody a week off, then start the NBA regular, um, then start the playoffs, or two weeks off for the start the playoffs, or something like that, though. Or if you really want to give everybody a break, in my opinion, I think you should give everybody like a two-week break in between the season, before like right before the playoffs start, or something like that, though. Give everybody a break. Everybody calm down. Everybody relaxes. Go home for a minute, and then come back. What you think? I mean, I don't see it really happening that way. Because if you really look at it, the only way that they really get a break is like you said, the All Star break, right? And then, of course, the off season, right? But as far as during the season. I don't really see them doing it like that. They probably just have days off like they normally do, like, you know, when they give a player a day off or something like but that, see, like how they but do see, it. That is, but see, the thing about it is, though, you get to see, in my personal opinion, I think you will be able to get the chance to see your best player on the court more often, like going forward. You know what I mean? Like this two-week break, 
uh, no NBA, no NCAA. There's no March Madness going on right now. And that's crazy right now, man. That is real sick and crazy that the coronavirus is taking over so much that you don't even have a that you don't even have no basketball games, no football games going on anyway. But you know even though- also as well too it's a good thing, especially for the, the players that are mm-hmm. injured, because it's giving it's giving them more time to get get healthy. So Yes. Yes. So, like, giving players, like, players that, that would normally not be able to play right now anyway due to their injuries can get a chance to come back full, healthy, and strength to come back and play the rest of the season out. Like, you get down to March. You Everybody knows March Madness is crazy. So, about the last two weeks in March or the first two weeks in March or so like that, give everybody that two-week break. Let everybody watch the NCAA basketball tournament for a minute and then run everything in April. That way, everything in April that you need to continue the rest of the season out. That's my personal opinion. And I mean, it's an opinion that I think that will work because you get to see like LeBron James don't take a day off no more in in away games. You won't see LeBron James take a day off at home games anymore. Or you won't see like people your best player on your team. <clears throat> Excuse me, everybody. You won't see the best player on your team take a, a day off anymore. You understand what I'm saying? I feel you. Like, you'll get a chance to see your players on the court more often than anything. And I think that'll work. I mean, in a way, shape, or form, it probably can work. But at the end of the day, it's only going to be up to one person. Um, Adam Silver. But yep. Adam Silver is That's how he's going to do it. In my personal opinion, I think Adam Silver is more susceptible to that change instead of changing up the 82-game season. That still gives players chances to rest. That still gives players chances to get out there and rest their bones up a little bit from playing basketball on the doggone time frame. If you just add that two-week break and everything, give players two weeks off, then let them come back and then let them hit full strength. You shouldn't have no reason to take a game off no more because people are buying tickets. Now, and and, and, and that's what I've been thinking about too. Nowadays that players aren't, players are taking breaks out of games. They're not playing in every game in the season no more. They take, they're only playing about maybe 70 games. That's it. They'll take the rest of the 10 games. They'll take 10 games all periodically or whatever the case may be is. Or instead of them shrinking the NBA season down to 72 games, I really think they should just add, I mean, just add this two-week break to it, run it through April, run it through June, and that way it gives us more of a chance to see the NBA and move the draft to July. Mm. What you thinking? Possibly that could happen, but I don't really see it happening. I really just see him keeping it the way that it is. They already voted on it that it's going to be a seventy-two game season coming about. You know what I mean? But like I said, though, if you give players a two-week breath of rest in between the the season, after they play fifty some odd games or whatever the case may be, is you give them a two-week rest. All right, everybody, take two weeks off. Boom. Go home. Go do what you got to do. 
be your ass back here a week uh, after the two week break. Everybody gets back in the week later. It's really not a two week break. It's a week break, really. But this, but this the thing. Right now, the only thing that's going on, and right now in this time frame was what the NBA and NH- yes. and the NHL. Those are only two leagues right. that are going on. So. Yeah, oh, they have to oh, take two weeks off. Only thing you have baseball is about to start back up too. Oh well, well, baseball is about to start, but mm-hmm. not right now because of the COVID. But even though, yeah, but even though that's the case, if they was to do the two week thing, I know people watch hockey, but a lot of people don't watch hockey. Hockey don't get ratings until the playoff they, time frame. Yeah, but a lot of people rather watch basketball, and of course. I mean, you have spring training games, but a lot of people are really wanting to see the NBA. So if you take two weeks off, it's like it seems like like the world going to shut but, down. If you got like, but you got to remember this stuff too, though. You got to remember this though that not only are you getting the two week break though, but you're still going to have basketball on TV. You're just going to be watching college basketball. That gives them more exposure too, as well. Oh, okay. yeah. You know what I'm saying, though. But like, but like I was saying, a lot of people may not watch college basketball like that because a lot of people may not be college basketball fans. That is, that, like that we is so, Like we definitely college basketball fans. Shoot, we did a yes, bracket did. and everything. And I was ready to do my bracket this year, though. I was so ready to do a bracket this year that I was just waiting on the brackets to come out. That way, you know, when we do our brackets and stuff like that, though, we'll be ready to go. And now, I, I haven't really been up on top of my my NCAA sports like that, though. But, you know, I'm just getting into it. I was really getting into it. Because especially the Women's Basketball League this year, though, too, and especially, you know, what's going on in this, what was going on in the sports world. We just lost one of the greatest basketball players to ever live in this, in this, year, in this league. And that was Kobe Bryant. You know what I'm saying? We just lost one of the, his greatest accomplishments in the world, too, as well, which was his daughter. You know what I'm saying? So we're getting over. We were just getting over the curve of him passing away in that helicopter crash and his daughter. And then now all we get hit with now is the coronavirus. Right. So it, it's it's like, Damn. How can we get over one thing and then it's now the coronavirus? <clears throat> so what is your take on that, bro? At the, at the end of the day, in this life, it's trials. Things happen. But the thing that always going to maintain is your strength. You got to be strong to get through no matter what's thrown at you. Right now, Yes, Kobe and Gigi, they yeah. both died. Us as a nation, not just basketball fans, but us as a nation, we all mourn yep. together. And we all got yes, through we it did. together. Yes, we did. And a lot of tears were shed. So now, so now, with this coronavirus stuff, we all need to band together again as a nation and do what we need to do. If we all band together and keep everything clean like we mm-hmm. supposed to, virus can be eliminated like i said in the show man like i said earlier in the show man this thing will come and go as it pleases 
We just got to prevent it from staying. Exactly. We have to hold up our part of the deal to get this virus to calm down and not spread like how it is now. It's up to us. And at the end of the day, Trump is leading it. But at the end of the day, this is our place. This is Mm -hmm. our place. We have to do what we need to do to make sure we get our place back to where it is. And and I feel you on that, though, man. I really do. And I'm like, yo, like, if we can just really just sit down together and we put our heads together, man. I know they limited it down to 10 people now, man. Like, you can't even go outside to bars no more and really get that effect. I'm I'm really upset about this coronavirus, man, because – I got a feeling that draft day won't even be draft day no more because of the fact of the matter is that we can't go out as fans and collectively go together and enjoy our fan bases anymore, man. And it, it saddens me because as Redskins fans on the show, as a lot of Redskins fans on the show, as a lot of Cowboy fans that come on this show too as well, though, man, you just never know. Like, we have a whole different fan base out there, man. <clears throat> And we got a lot of people out there that want to hear, you know, what's going on in the sports world, man. We want to, we got a lot of people out there that really want to take heed to what's really going on out there. And we want to know what draft pick we get in five, six, and seven, in the five, in the fifth, in the sixth, and the seventh round out there and join the company of our first and second and third round people that we get in the draft. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, this coronavirus is slowing up a lot of things in the leagues that's going around here. Although the NFL has not established its baseline of shutting down for a minute or shutting down the progression of the beginning of the of the um, of the uh, preseason games that's coming on in August, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but you know one thing it is, even though all this is going on. And we have to adapt accordingly. So it's like, that's just, like I said, it's just another obstacle in the way. And we just got to find a way to get through it. That's all. But it has changed a lot. Uh, Definitely changed a lot. You know what? It it affected my life too, man. And it affected my life in a big way though, man. Because, you know, I go to work at a hospital and, you know, with people being treated at the hospitals and stuff like that, though, man, only people that's allowed to move at, at, in the quarantine effect, though, if your city gets locked down, is emergency officials. And a lot of people are going to be without jobs for for a minute. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Essential employees. So, like, us, mm-hmm. me and you, we still have right. to go to work. And, you know, this is um, real life shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's like, I, I feel as though we sitting here for, in spite of our families, you know, right. our families are home, but we have to sit here and put our lives on the yep. line going out here in the midst of this stuff right. just to go to work. And, I mean, like I said, this show, you know what I mean, we're, we're a family-based show. So we're gonna bring the real life into this show. You know what I mean? We're we're we we are two sports junkies, as the show would say. 
But, you know, we got to talk about some real life things on the show, man. And and this is real life stuff. This is what's really going on in the world right now. Besides free agency, which we're going to talk about later on down the road in the show in a minute. You know, it, this is real life. And we have to evaluate real life things that's going on in the world right now because it's not just affecting these athletes. They're not just really affected by this. This is it's real life. You know what I mean? Like, this is our families that are out there that are susceptible to what's going on here. We don't want to go back in there and bring something to our families and, you know, they get corrupted with the coronavirus. Or I'll tell you the main thing that nobody's planning for, the carriers of the coronavirus. You know, like the coronavirus carriers are out there, too, that don't show any signs, don't show any symptoms or anything. And they're moving about every day Mm -hmm. of the week. They're out there every day of the week. So you don't know if you're a carrier or you're susceptible to it. And, you know, so being a carrier of the disease is is worse than having it, the virus. Shouldn't call it a disease, though, but having the virus and being a carrier of the virus is two separate things. You could be a carrier, and that's the worst part. And right. we'll never know who's a carrier and who's not. This thing can blow over for a whole year. You could be a carrier for a whole entire year infecting people with the virus. So I'm urging everybody out there, all our listeners out there, go get tested. Go get some, if you have any symptoms. And DJ Curry can tell y'all himself what the signs to look out for and everything else on the show. Well, as far as this, if you feel you're getting sick, if you have these certain symptoms, go to your healthcare provider and get tested. If you have the fever, chills, coughing, anything like that, shortness of breath is definitely and not because a main symptom. If you have shortness you of breath because you're fat, breath, don't, don't go to the hospital. <laughs> yes, but if you feel like you have shortness of breath and all the other symptoms that I named, you definitely need to go Call your healthcare provider, go right. in and get tested. It's very important. And not only you, but if you do wind up having it, you need to make sure everybody that you came in contact with, whether it's in your house or anything, or anything make sure all y'all go get tested. And then definitely yes. you need to quarantine. You have Self-quarantine to. It's very important. is the effective way to go for 14 days. Don't let the government put us on quarantine. You quarantine yourselves <laughs> for 14 days. You show signs and symptoms, man, quarantine yourself. Don't let the government put you on quarantine. You quarantine yourself. But all right, everybody, we're going to shift the little gears here right quick. We just want to talk to y'all about the epidemic that's going on and that's affecting our, our society today, affecting our athletes. This yes, if you uh if you all are shutting down the if you all are not listening to this part of the show just because we're talking about COVID nineteen on the show and you thinking that's not affecting I mean this is not a part of the real sports show, then you're absolutely wrong, man. This is affecting everything. This is has something to do with sports now. Real real bad in sports right now that everything is shut down. So not just sports, just lives, period. I, I encourage y'all to listen to the show today, and I encourage y'all to keep listening to the show, man. But for right now, we're about to get into... Huh? Matter of fact, before we wrap up, make sure 
You keep exactly. everybody in prayer, including exactly. us. Including us. We'll keep we'll say prayers for everybody exactly. out there. You gotta say prayer prayers for us. A lot of different things. That's another yes, yes prayer it changes things. But all right, everybody, we're gonna get into the to the now to the hype of the show. To the hype of the show, the NFL doggone free agency B. Man, the free oh, agency man. is hit play, play. strong. Can, can you can you can you play the theme song again? Because this goes out to a special person. A lot of people out there don't understand, but I'm about to hit this thing. Yes, people getting paid. Yes. So people are out there getting money right now, everybody. People getting money in the NFL right now. Now, let me let me start this now. Now, if you don't know, the reason I said what I said because that song right there goes out to <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. I knew you was gonna go there. I knew you was gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. That song goes yes. out to Ryan Tannehill for. Say that one more Four years, a hundred and eighteen million dollars. I need you to say it again because we're gonna play it again. Hold on, we're gonna play the song again. Hold on. Hold on. How much you get? Four years, a hundred and eighteen million dollars. Yeah, that's what Brian Tannehill saying right now, y'all. That's what Ryan Tannehill saying. He getting money, y'all. For four years, he getting a hundred and, and how much? Now, one hundred and eighteen million dollars. This boy only played one season with the Titans. I mean, not the Titans. I'm talking about the yeah, with the Titans. He played one season with the Titans. Yeah, the Titans. He took this yep. team to the playoffs and got this team all the way up. He got this team all the way up there. You well. Know, and in, in in the words of Martin, he just got broke the man off, just dog. got broke off. <laughs> and, 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 and a big shout out to Tom Brady, though, man. Tom Brady is about to get thirty million dollars per year. We don't even know how much he's getting right now because they're not even that this contract hasn't even been stated just yet. How many years he's gonna be playing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Now, did they ever get the biggest <laughs> robbery in free agent ever? They got Tom freaking Brady, and we'll get a chance now to see, was it the Belichick, the Belichick, I should say, the Belichick, and the Brady system that Brady was comfortable in, or was it Tom Brady's arm that everybody was astonished with? We'll get a chance to see that this season coming up. And I'm really excited to see him in a new uniform, though, because, you know, I got to go get me a Brady jersey now that he in, you know, in Tampa Bay now. <laughs> Well, if you if you you want to break it down, you got the top two quarterbacks in the league right now in the same division. Can you believe it? Yes, Brady and Breeze. That's gonna be but one you know heck what? of an NFC South. I tell you now, everybody's been waiting to see the showdown a lot lately, and I've been wanting to see it in the playoffs for a lifetime, and to see. Well, you ain't got to win the playoffs no more. You get to see it twice a year. Yes. <laughs> yes, I get to see this twice a year, though, man. And then 
James Bradbury shocked the hell out of me because I could have surely thought that James Bradbury was going to the Washington Redskins. I for surely thought that. Nah, nah. See, this is the thing. James Bradbury was interested in coming to the Redskins, but the Redskins yeah. weren't really yeah, interested in him. I can agree with that. You know, but I'm mad. I'm really mad at the fact that <laughs> it really hurt my heart. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I ain't going to cry. Right. Don't cry, Don't cry, dog. In the words of DL, in the words of DL, <laughs> I ain't going to be no bitch. But yes. Amari Cooper hurt my heart. He didn't hurt mine. They offered him. reason why I say it hurt my heart because the money we offered him, he was going to be the highest paid but receiver you know what, in the NFL. I don't really want Amari. I, 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 but, go ahead. but, yes, I'm glad he did turn it down. Thank you, Jesus. Because that would have been another exactly. Abba Hangers worth type deal that would have went down the drain. Let me let me tell you about let me tell you something about Mark Cooper. But now he shows up only when, when home it, it, it's not necessary to show up. Home games. Exactly. Home games. games. He, he shows up on home up. games. Exactly. No. No. He doesn't do nothing. I don't need you to show up at home. I need you to show up on the way game. When the crowd is not on your side, I need you to show up all the time. For real, for real. If you come to work and you put on this uniform, you put on a red skin uniform, you coming to work. In the, in the words of Denzel Washington, when you put on that Titan uniform, you better come to work ready to work because <laughs> we're going to work. <laughs> you know, and, and I don't need no BS. Mm -hmm. When you come to our team, I don't need no BS. And you was a cowboy, you said you want to be a cowboy. And you know what saddens my heart though? Really saddens my heart though. You was willing to give Amari Cooper a hundred million dollar deal for five years, but you ain't gave Dak Prescott the money that he deserves yet. That's hurting my heart. Damn. And now, still let, let, let's talk about this. Cowboys yet. What, you, what you didn't know, a lot of people didn't know because I don't know if this came out or reported or if it came out, but. Mm -hmm. In order for them to get that deal done with Mike Cooper, they restructured Ezekiel Elliott's contract and one of the offensive linemen's contract. And they did it so they could have money to mm -hmm. pay Amari Cooper and to pay Dak Prescott. Right now, they have Dak Prescott on hey, the know. franchise tag. Well, the, ex the exclusive tag. So, can't nobody come and try to offer him any type of contract. But see, that's he only deals problem. with Dallas. That's he it. only got the exclusive tag until July. And that's and if you don't know, the exclusive tag that they put but on Dak Prescott is worth thirty three million dollars. The exclusive tag that you put on him is only exclusive until July. Yeah. That means anytime during the regular season, he would have to play the regular season games in Dallas, though. But that means they got to go back to the drawing board again next season to sign him back again next season. Well, like I said, this is all up on the Jones family and Dak Prescott's well, uh, representation, representatives. They have to come. They have to come together and get this deal done. Now, don't get me wrong. 
My mm-hmm. honest opinion, I'm not a cowboy fan at all. I hate them. But at the same time, Dak does deserve money. Yes, he does. But he doesn't deserve money Hell to whereas no. he's the no. highest paid quarterback Hell in the no. league, period. No. Hell no. And that's, he the, not that's worth what he's asking for. A year. He is but worth thirty eight. I'd give him thirty five million, thirty six million, just to be nice, thirty eight million dollars a year. Let me let me let me let me retract my statement on that. I'm not going to say he wants to be. He wants like forty million a year. No, I'm sorry. It's not about he wants that money. It's more about the guaranteed money. Now, now he now, wants a lot of guaranteed saying, money. Now I was saying <coughs> if you me. gave him. Five years, one thirty, one hundred and thirty million dollars. I'd give him forty-five, maybe fifty million of that guarantee. That's it. I'm sorry. That's that's just me being nice of not being a cowboy fan. But for Cowboy Nation, y'all want y'all sorry ass quarterback back for real, for real. You can have him back for fifty million guarantee. One hundred and thirty for five years sounds reasonable to me. That's just me being nice. Now, I'm gonna be honest. Okay. This is what I this is what I think he should get. I think he should get four years. I'm gonna say four years, hundred and twenty million. Yeah, that rounds out what thirty million a year. As far as guarantees, I say give him at least. He's not worth seventy of that guarantee. you okay. Let's look. Let's look at this as a Tony Romo aspect for real. For real, Tony Romo. Tony well, Romo. Well, we already know. He, you already know why Tony Romo got paid. Now let, let let's tag this real quickly. Let's compare Jerry. Let's compare Romo to Prescott. Romo didn't win a playoff game, but he got him there. And his, okay. And his production on the field showed on the field. Dak is coming off one of the best seasons that he had. No, 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 no. Romo did, Romo did take him to the playoffs he and won, they advanced. Won, he won a playoff game. One, maybe. One or two. One good I get one or two. If I had to guess, it was about one. Let's be honest. But Romo's rap sheet told a lot about him. And not only that, because he's Jerry Jones' son-in-law. So let's be really honest about that. Let's also be real honest about Dak Prescott. Okay. He's two for two in the playoffs. Now, can we agree to that? Yes, can we agree to that? He's two, He's for, two. two for two in the playoffs. He won two games and lost two games in the playoffs. Okay. Can we agree to that? Now, Prescott okay. is coming off one of okay. the best seasons because he had artillery on the left and right side. He had Randall Cobb. He had Jason Witten on one side. He had Amari Cooper on one side. He had um, I can't think of the other boy's name, but he had another wide receiver on, on his Michael left Gallup. side too as well. So this man Michael had Gallup. and he had Zeke in the pocket too with him. Yeah, Michael Gallup. People are more shutting down Zeke than they were shutting down him. But can you put the game in Dak's hands and let him fling it out there like you did Romo? No. Now, this season kind of, this past season that he just came off of, yeah, his numbers were kind of high, but let's think about that for a second. How long did it take him to do that? <laughs> Come on now. After his rookie deal, you was running right. the ball more times than you was giving the ball to Dak to throw downfield. 
the only time I really seen Dak throwing the ball downfield and them less running the ball was when they played the Washington Redskins. Let's be really real. Now, to be honest with you, okay. his production in other games goes down the drain when he's throwing the ball more and not running the ball more. His only production that he had this season was because Zeke wasn't as fast as he was the previous season that he was on there. Once he got his money, he slowed down a little bit. He said, whoa, I got a contract now. I got some money guaranteed to me now. The money that was guaranteed to him, he already took that to the bank. Now he's got to work hard this season to get all the rest of that money back. Am I lying? Now, mm-hmm. now let's be really honest. Okay. His production this year, Zeke's production this year, is going to go down the drain. People are trying to stop the run on in the NFC East now. They're stacking up in the NFC East. They're stacking up on defenders. They're stacking up on the passing game. Do you think Dak Prescott is going to really have the predominant season that he had last year when he was trying to pay for a contract? Then he's going to have this year coming up with defenders really coming after him this year. Honestly, if you look at the roster okay. as far as quarterbacks, he he's the best. Indeed. He's the best quarterback on the roster. So, I believe he can have another season mm-hmm. like he did this past season. But as long see, as he has those weapons around him. Now, I think was, you notice he just lost a weapon. Jason Witten. He just, just lost, leaving his, the Cowboys he just lost the his safety blanket. Jason Witten. Yes. So, now... What tight end do you have? You don't have that's one going to replace one in the draft. what Witten did. And there's not too many of them coming out the draft this year. So now. Right. So now who is his safety blanket going to be now? Is it going to be Amari? That's who it was. Is it Michael going to be Gallup. Michael Gallup? Yeah. He got to be a grown man this year. He got to be a grown man. Because right now, right now, the wit with Jason Witten leaving, that means basically yeah, Zeke, Zeke is going to be his doing a lot more safety blanket. But Zeke yeah. cannot run the ball on every play. I mean, he can. Yes, he is. Because he's an all-down, he's a, a three-down back. At the same time, that's, gonna, that's more wear and tear. As you noticed, he... Produced a lot it more is, before though. he got that and contract. That's a lot of wear and tear. Being a training camp like he will be this year, it, it put a wear and tear on his body though because he was in Cabo for a long ass time frame. He didn't come back from Cabo until the end of the uh, end of the preseason. He never got his legs wet this season. But as far as as far as now, I was looking to be honest. It's like, of course, with Dak, it looks like it's a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. And it's like, don't get me wrong, I'm all for that getting paid. But I just don't think he needs to be paid as the highest, like getting paid as I think the highest, you know, to, the highest paid quarterback. Uh, one of the highest paid no. players in the league should go to Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes won the Super Bowl, 
so Mahomes should get a restructured deal. It will. And to be honest I with you, I believe that that will happen. This year. It's going to happen. But as far as Dak is, he, I don't know, because at the end of the day, when it comes to this money thing, it could be the agent. Yeah. Or it could be Dak, but, too. But I believe it's both of them because Dak really believes in his mind that he's to be a forty million dollar quarterback. Dak may believe that though, but yeah, is it true? But my thing is, but my thing is, in order for him to be a forty million dollar quarterback, you should have had a Super Bowl win. He won the NFC East title, some MVPs three times. But was that really? Yeah, I think they won it. But he won it twice it really out of the four years, and he had they won it twice. So, or was it Zeke that won the NFC East? Well, everybody exactly. knows so Zeke. Without Dak Zeke, Dak is nothing. Everybody knows that. That changes the game. That are game changers. Dak is not really that game changer that I see for right now, though. And a lot of people might disagree with me on that. When a lot of people will agree with me on that, Dak. I know they will, but a lot of a lot of cowboy fans, fans will disagree with you. That I'm saying too, as well. Dak is not a game changer. What he is is a is is not a game manager, but he can get you what you need in certain positions that you put him into. He can't come back off a 35-7 lead and win you a game. I mean, a 35 to seven. Uh, he can't get you the points on the board like Tom Brady did against the uh, Atlanta Falcons in a Super Bowl game like that. He can't bring your team back like that, though. He can't do that. And and that's my personal opinion. I don't think he can do that. I don't think if this team was down 28-7 to right now, they can manage to come all the way back unless you're going up against Washington and the Washington defense that they had last year when they were down 14-21-7 in halftime and the team just doesn't show up in the second, I mean, the third and fourth quarter in the second half of games. Now, that's a whole different story. We all know what Washington was going through. They were tanking for a reason last year. So let's put that behind us. We talk about a game here where you're down 28 to 7. Can you bring your team back? And we have seen that in last year's games that he cannot. Once you put that pedal to the floor and you score 35 points on Dallas, they're not coming back. Because then you stop utilizing the Zeke Elliott game, and then you start using more of the Dak Prescott game, which you got to throw the ball downfield or throw more screen plays to Zeke and get downfield on certain certain plays. It's more throwing than it is running the ball. Mm -hmm. Can you agree to that? Yeah. But what makes makes it – on Dallas end is that Dallas is nowhere near like us. They have a run game. With us, we we have good running backs. It's just because our I don't front know line. why we can't get our run game going. But it's like you notice anytime when we do have our run game going, yes. our passing offense is crazy. Right. Like can't nobody, it's like can't nobody stop our passing. We just, exactly. it's like we haven't had a decent running game in a long time. But now, 
We haven't had one since AJ Peterson did um, Adrian Peterson did have a thousand yard season, but last year he could have had the same thing last year though too. But <clears throat> it's like this Trent Williams effect has been going down this Redskins locker room, and it's causing a lot of chaos in the locker room because you never know when this man is going to come back or is he leaving. That was all last year. This year we're offering him the contract to leave to get traded from our team to get, you know, to go to another team though. We're allowing him to get a trade offer for the second round pick. Cause we don't have a second round pick this year. Now, the one thing that, then the one thing that Washington did do that was great this year. But just the thing. And I kind of feel a little somewhat about it though, something about it though, but we got Kendall Fuller back for four years, $40 million deal. That's on defense. Yeah, that's a start. But also, yeah, I mean, all the all the moves that we made in free agency so far right now has been defense. And two of them I really like. Right. No, actually three of them I really like. I like the Kendall Fuller deal. Okay. I also like the Thomas Davis deal. I like that. Because, for one, we have another solid linebacker that even though he's 37 and age does play a factor, but he can still get it done. Because just last season, he had 110 tackles. <laughs> well, 112. Yes, he did. Whatever. He still had over 100 tackles. Yes. Which means we need somebody that can tackle. And we have that. And we need yeah, another I, vocal I leader that. on the defense. I can definitely agree to that. So I like I like that addition. Yes, we did. And we also we signed back John Bostick as well. Yes, so he I, was. Yeah, he was our top linebacker last year. So like I said, remember what I told you before. Even before they even signed Thomas Davis, what I tell you? I was like, the Redskins are looking at Thomas Davis. He will be a good pickup yeah. until we see what what's going to happen with Ruben Foster. Yes, and we we'll look what happened. We, what we what signed Thomas Davis. Foster is going to do. We don't know right. Ruben Foster to get back because he's still recovering. I, a lot of people don't know, yes, even though he, he did. did tear his ligaments in his knee, he also had nerve damage. Yeah. Just to fill him back in his foot, what, a couple months ago? Mm-hmm. So it's, that's a whole different process. So we had get another linebacker to, you know, put in just so we give right. <laughs> excuse me, Ruben Foster enough time to get healthy. Not to also mention we have Sean Deion Hamilton, now, Cole Holcomb. So it's now, like we're good on a linebacker standpoint. I proposed on a one show that I had did um, a couple weeks back and it's titled, Washington Redskins fans are getting on my nerves. They're, they're, they're getting on my nerves. And why the hell? Yes. Why the yeah, yeah, hell yeah. can't we just talk about the quarterback situation? One quarterback. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest right. with you. And this is I'm a true Redskins fan, just like I know you are. But that, the that's, that's is, the thing that's getting on my nerves. Because Redskins fans are really making me sick to my this is, this is this is this is this is how I look at it. They don't want to have the patience to to let him develop right. and grow into 
us an right. NFL quarterback. It's like everybody wants us to win now. Win yes. now, win now. They don't understand that it's yes. a process to win. It's a process. At the end of the day, I'm a Redskins fan through and through. I don't give a damn mm-hmm. how bad a season we have. I'm still going to be a Redskins fan. No matter what you look at, you have to have – honestly, the way this right. league is set up, you have to have the right coach to teach a quarterback. Okay. Right now, I feel as though we have that with Ron Rivera. And then as far as quarterbacks is concerned, like last year, all the coaches we had were quarterbacks. Was a quarterback. Kevin O'Connell, quarterback. Tim Rattay, the quarterback coach, was a quarterback. Quarterback. Yes, he was. We had quarterbacks. Jay Gruden was a quarterback. Had quarterbacks, but you know the sad part about it is, as coaches that can teach Greg, uh, quarterbacks down in Tampa Bay. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's in Jacksonville. I'm sorry. I'm about to say. No, I'm sorry about everybody. No, he's in, he's Jacksonville, in Jacksonville right now. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, now we have Ron Rivera, who wants the best out of everybody. And I'm going to be honest with you. I applaud Dwayne Haskins. They said that man has been in the building early and out late. He's working out like crazy. He wants to make this season a – he basically, he's looking for redemption. He wants to produce the best season possible for the Redskins. Not to cut you off, though. Not to cut you off, though. But, you you know, the thing about it is is that, you know, we are true Redskins fans. Are we not? We we and I mean not only when we on the show, of course we, we gotta be we not biased to our team. We does we're not gonna sit up here and say that our team doesn't suck or our team doesn't have this or doesn't have that. But in Dwayne Haskins, now I don't want you to go out here and not. I mean, I see you working. I see you getting the grind on. I see you out there training with our wide receiver core. I see you grinding, baby. I see you grinding. But here's my thing about that, though. I want you to hit that learning curve, too, as well. I want you to be able to... There was a memo that came out from Patrick Mahomes himself. I didn't know how to read defenses until the midseason. But remember what they said about RG3, though, back in the day. He cannot read what? Defenses. Exactly. So if Patrick Mahomes. He can read defense. Mm-hmm. Being who he is, a Super Bowl winning quarterback, that is, as well, in his second season at starting, couldn't read defenses to save his life until midseason. What does that tell you about RG3? That he could have learned defenses and it could have been a dangerous threat. Which is why he's sitting in Baltimore mm. right now, being the backup quarterback. It takes time. Yeah. To be honest with you, to be honest with you, anybody can be a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. But you're either more lethal when you can break a defense down. Now, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Throughout all the years, all the quarterbacks we done had, 
the main problem, Dwayne, if, if you really look at it, Dwayne Haskins improved. <laughs> Even though he's thrown into the Wolves week. a lot, but he improved every week. <laughs> Excuse me. But not just that. Okay. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be totally honest with you. And I'm gonna say this on the mm-hmm. show. And you like I said, I'm a Redskin fan through and through. But in all honesty, they, they set him up for failure last year. He should I, not have came into that. none of the games I last year. I said that on the show. He shouldn't lie. I I admit I said that part. I said it thick and thin. I said this man should sit out in the entire season on the draft show that we had. I said, I think if we draft him, once we draft him, I think he should sit on the bench the entire season, let Case Keenum go in there, whatever the case may be is, however the case may be is, let Case Keenum go in there and get the first string rest, let McCoy go in there, do whatever the hell he got to do. Whether we win, lose, or draw, we got a quarterback for the future. Dwayne Haskins was going to start this year. But he got the work in, though. But he it, got the work. It happened. He got some film work. Okay. He did. He got he he got some film in. Now he can see. He got a little bit of experience yes. to see. Okay. This is the actual NFL. Yes. These players move faster than what they do in college. Now I can make my adjustments. Now, if you really ask me, the best game he ever played this year—I wouldn't even say that game—was against the Carolina Panthers. Before he got injured, was against the New York Giants when he had a road of redemption against the Giants, and he was scoring touchdowns, but he went down with that ankle injury in that game, and that was one of the best games that I had seen him play in a while. And when I say he went down with it, when he went down with that ankle, that high ankle sprain or ankle injury, whatever he went down in with. That was one of the best games I had seen him play. That was my best game I thought he played in. But why is that? Reason why I say Carolina, reason why? Cause not only did he learn a new yes. instant of a fourth quarter comeback. Cause you think about it, in college, what? he didn't have to worry about coming back from nothing. They were always winning. So Yes, he had he a learning curve. He learned, okay, he had his first fourth quarter comeback for him to win the game. Yeah, he did. And he got a little bit too excited. Oh, but that, that's and not – selfies is with that the, really – you know, Okay. Okay, whatever. Everybody took – But I'm just saying, that's what happened. But exactly. I understood but why he did it. He was excited. He just won his first game. him for – going to take pictures with the audience that game, and they wasn't thinking about doggone um, yeah, he's excited because he won his first game. Only some court, some of our people that was on our team, some of the old heads was on our team was saying they were standing up for him. I was standing up for him. You were standing up for him. A lot of people wasn't standing up for him because of the fact of the that, oh, he thought he was a hothead because he went out there and he just didn't, he didn't come back to do the kneel down for Whatever the case, excuse me, whatever the case may be is. But I'm 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 gonna wrap up this Haskins talk. But 
And in my opinion, once the the league starts and the season starts, Dwayne Haskins, mm-hmm. we would definitely see a better version of Dwayne Haskins this season. And I believe our offense will take off. Yes. The only thing is, we have to wait and see Chase what we're going to do in the rest of free agency and how we're going to do in the draft. That's the only main thing. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Now, if we don't go after Chase Young, I'm going to have a problem with that. I'm not even going to lie to you. I think we're going after Chase Young. No, to be honest with you, I don't think we're getting to him. I believe we're going to go. I'm, I'm just going to throw this out here. This is my prediction. I believe we're going to go ahead and draft Chase. But some way, somehow, I believe. And I was just about to hit that before. Some way, somehow, Cam Newton is going to be a real skin. We're going to say that subject for the and next I'm show. And I'm going to take that subject and run with it. I believe Thursday night is going to be another special on Thursday night, though, because I foresee Trent Williams going down to, down to Carolina, and we picking up a Cam Newton for Washington, D.C. to be our backup quarterback. But another topic I want to hit, though, is, too, is, is the Redskins going to get back Chris Thompson? Because he is a free agent this year, and he is testing the free agent waters right now, though. And I would love to see Chris Thompson back in a red skin uniform and not against us. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be honest with you. It will be nice to have Chris Thompson back, but I believe they're going to. I believe they're going to let him go somewhere else because our top draft pick and running back that we drafted, along with guys, but do you will be really, back and fully do you healthy. Really think Bryce, Bryce Love, Love is worth. So. It's worthwhile better than Chris Thompson. Cause I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say he's better than Chris Thompson. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna say we just need to see what he does on the field. But to be honest with you, I don't see Chris Thompson coming back. I think they're gonna let him go. Cause like I said, we had Bryce Love. He didn't yeah. play last year because he was coming off his ACL injury he had in college. So now with him being Healthy and ready to go when OTAs hit. I, I, I believe I that's how I, I he's going to be our third down back. I believe that was the I believe that was the purpose of them drafting mm-hmm. him because we had Chris Thompson who did great it for is. us, but like you said, this is a business. So I believe that Chris Thompson is going to catch on to somewhere else, right? I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed in NFC East. I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, and maybe, and I, I might throw this out there. I could be wrong, but I think he might sign with the Eagles. I, I understand. But they would already did. If the Redskins really wanted to re-sign Thompson, yeah, but I back, think they could have. He already been. He already did it by now. So I think they're gonna let him let him test the market, see what he can get. And whatever team he thinks is gonna be better for him, he's gonna be gone. Okay. And well, Bryce Love we'll is gonna step into his spot. That's how I see it playing out. So um But that's wanna, just my prediction, you know, but we're gonna we, see. We're gonna see how that plays out though. But I wanna thank everybody for listening to the to the show tonight. I mean it's tomorrow morning, actually, I should say. Tomorrow morning, this show will be posted at nine AM tomorrow morning. Give it a few hours for it to post to iHeartRadio's uh, Spotify, I, um, 
and Apple uh, Podcast, everybody. Um, I want to thank my host, DJ Curry himself, live in the den. Uh, yes, sir. And stay tuned for Thursday night show, everybody. Yo, too, as well. yo. Go to another Thursday night special to recap everything else, else that's going on in this, in this little crazy free agency that we call the NFL. Um, thank y'all for listening. DJ Curry, you know, we appreciate you coming back, man. This has been a great show tonight. I appreciate it. Y'all know. And what y'all didn't know. Hey, anytime, man. You know I'm here. You know, we started more strong tonight, man, giving this personal opinion on this thing, man, this coronavirus thing, man. Y'all be safe out there, man. And free agency for right now, everybody. Everybody's getting money. So we're going to close out the show with I Get Money by 50 Cent, you know, because that's how we do it, baby. All right, DJ. All right. Hey, y'all, we, and we out, y'all. <laughs>